Right action follows right worship. As human beings, all that we do that is good is ordered toward and given to us from God. So therefore, everything that we do that serves another, that builds up the kingdom, that is beautiful, good, or true, is the result of right worship, of having God in the right place in our life. This means that it's even possible for someone who has never heard the name of Jesus or maybe even explicitly doesn't understand or know the faith can do good things. Because as we know, we have a natural desire for God and that God graces and loves each and every one of us and desires to save each and every one of us. So that when we get our actions right, it's because God has inspired them. God has lifted us up. God has in some way, shape, or form shown us his face. As Catholics, we have the fullness of truth in the scriptures and in the teachings of the church. As Catholics, we have the fullness and the perfect worship that is the sacraments, in particular the celebration of the Eucharist. So we have access to right worship in a way that is beautiful, in a way that should lead to right action. But we know from our lives that we are sinners, that we don't always get this right, especially this time of year. This time of year is a particular time set apart for the celebration, the preparation and celebration of God, who is indescribably different and other than us, taking on our human flesh. And yet, oftentimes during this time of year, we don't quite get that right. And we go to the party and we drink too much, or we eat too much, or we say or do the wrong thing. And all of this stems from putting something before God. The first commandment, you shall have no other gods besides me, is the one commandment of which we always break when we sin. We put another God. We worship something other than the truth, the goodness, the beauty of God himself. And we are led astray. But when we get right worship correct and our actions follow after it, we are, we are capable of incredible and indescribable things and joy. And we see that in the gospel today. St. Joseph was a righteous man. He loved the Lord his God with all of his heart, all of his mind, and all of his soul. He desired to serve and to honor God in everything he did. And even when he discovered that his betrothed was pregnant before they had been married, which in the Jewish law would have given him a right at the very least to a public divorce. And as we also know in the Gospels from the story of the woman caught in adultery, it could even have led to Mary being punished in a severe way. But Joseph, because he desires to love God with all of his heart, all of his mind, and his soul, has given the Lord his heart and right worship. Even when this big challenge comes, he decides he still, before God even gets involved in the story in terms of a direct way with the angel, he desires to do it in a way that honors Mary, that puts her in the best possible position to succeed, to be successful, but also follows the law. And when God comes to him and calls him to something challenging, something difficult, something higher, he's able to choose to follow after that, to take on this child 
to love his wife, to honor and to serve each of them for the rest of his life. His right worship, his being righteous, led to his ability through the grace of God, through the listening and promptings of the Holy Spirit acting in his life, to act in a right way. And all of us are called to exactly this, to be great, to be incredible. We are called, as we heard from the second reading of St. Paul's, Paul's letter to the Romans, we are called to become, to serve Jesus Christ. We are called to be holy. Each one of us is called, like St. Joseph, to meet the Lord, to serve Him, to love Him, to honor Him, and to do great things in His name and through Him and in Him. But like St. Joseph, this may not mean we go out and preach in front of millions of people or we do incredible things where everyone lauds us. St. Joseph loved his wife. St. Joseph loved his son. St. Joseph, we have no record of anything he ever said. He simply served and honored. He simply desired to love, to serve, to do the little things with great love. And we honor him as one of the greatest who has ever lived. And this is the joy and the peace and the wonder that comes right now at this time of year. This is what God has in store for each and every one of you. But where does this start? How do we get there? We recognize our brokenness. We recognize our imperfections. And we go to St. Paul's letter. How does St. Paul first identify himself to the Romans? The people of God in the most important city of that time in the world. Does he say, God came to me on the road to Damascus? Does he say, look at all of the people I've converted to the faith? No. He refers to himself as a slave. And this is jarring language for us. This challenges us to our very core. But here's the difference between worldly slavery, the slavery of the Roman world or our own modern times, which still exists, sadly enough, Instead of being oppressed, instead of being taken, instead of being forced into slavery, St. Paul chose to serve. St. Paul chose to find his identity not in himself, but in his Lord and God. He had right worship. As he says in this letter, it's the obedience of faith. It's obedience to the life of daily prayer. It's obedience to the sacrificial acts of love we are called to each and every day. The corporal, the spiritual works of mercy, the loving of our brothers and sisters, especially the poor, and taking care of them this type of year, this time of year. It's obedience to the will of God in our own lives, in following after Him in our careers, in following after Him in every little thing we do, in choosing to worship Him, and therefore, by His grace, being able to do right things. The good that changes the world and that saves our souls and the souls of others. <coughs> Someday I'm going to get over this flu and I'm going to be able to speak through an entire homily. I'm getting there. But God desires this for all of us. And He gives us the opportunity today to be obedient in faith, to choose Him, to follow him, to love him, so that when we go forth from here, he might be radiated and magnified in all we do. We might be his simple servants, like St. Joseph. Maybe our words aren't remembered, 
what our actions are. Our love, our service, our simplicity of spirit, and our desire above all else to magnify the goodness and the grandeur and the love of God. In a few days, we will celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Every time we come to Mass, we celebrate his life, death, and resurrection. Put that at the center of your life. Follow him. Choose to serve him. And watch as the Lord walks with you, leads you and guides you to a life of peace, happiness, joy, and fulfillment.